All right, let's go. Another great day to be a sports fan. Let's cash as we're back here. Uh, Dylan Corbett with you, YouTube channel. Corbett's Corner, we talked NFL yesterday. Check that out. That's archived for you uh, on YouTube and wherever you enjoy your podcasts. Let's see here. So today we're going to dedicate to college football as we get things going. I want to start the general discussion, and I think it's kind of on the top of everyone's mind. What's going on with Alabama? Uh, the you know I, it's hard to remember the last time Alabama wasn't on our screens for a national championship for a college football playoff. Uh, I did some looking. So if you when did Nick Saban take over? Right? Do you guys remember? Um, I don't really remember Saban's LSU days. Right? That was kind of when I was six through 10 I guess right he was never in the national uh he was in the national title what in 2003 when he won it but you know that was I I really remember Saban from the Miami Dolphin disaster and then he leaves goes to Alabama and after one two and six year two and six did he take over in the middle of the season I see those and then he flipped it around uh 12 and two the next year and he has he's had one three loss season since, and it came in twenty uh, two thousand and ten. And you know the rest is history. He's the greatest coach I can remember. You know he's he's our generation's Bear Bryant, right? Um, it's crazy. But what the hell is going on this year? You don't lose to Texas. You don't you don't lose to Steve Sarkeesian. Then you follow that up with uh, South Florida. And was there a second there where you thought they were going to lose that game? You don't, you don't even have those conversations. That that doesn't happen to Nick Saban. That doesn't happen to Alabama. Is it really the changing of the guard due to NIL? You, you got Saban coming out today saying praising Dion. Good people should be praising Dion. That man can coach. That man can coach. You could tell from watching him at Jackson State. Um. Does Georgia look that good to you this year? Like, you know, is I really feel like this is the year that, holy crap, I think anything can happen. That's probably good news for Michigan fans, Ohio State fans, Notre Dame fans, all these guys that have been at the cusp and haven't been able to get over the SEC. What just happened to Tennessee? That was a team that was supposed to have college football aspirations. Keep an eye on Penn State. That was a team that got a little bit of sharp money to make the playoff earlier uh, in the preseason and they look pretty good if they catch Ohio State Ohio State fans are a little bit topsy-turvy on where Ryan Day is I rep at BC today is the first time I put the jersey on this season because I am pretty much boycotting Jeff Halfley Uh, but I had to put it on we're feeling good on a uh, Wednesday college football kicks off tomorrow I've got a bet for you for Thursday night Uh, stay tuned to that it's my four best bets of the college football weekend but um you know, who's is this going to be the year where it's not Georgia, where it's not Alabama? Uh, Alabama, I saw, had the most money uh, come in betting-wise to win the title. And now, you know, never count them out. Never count them out. You know, they could go undefeated and beat Georgia, and all of a sudden they're in the playoff. But uh, their odds are tanking. They're at like 50-1 to 1 now. Um, college football power index on ESPN, if you are a uh, surveyor of that, I do enjoy it. Uh, I think that's a great way to kind of, 
in a landscape where you have, what, 100-plus programs and not everyone gets to play each other, not everyone gets to play like opponents, I think that's a great equalizer and a great teller of kind of where your football team is at. And they have an interesting party at the top of their football power index standings, and it is the Ohio State University who has got a very tough opponent today, uh, today, this weekend, at Notre Dame. Uh, line opened up at 6.5. It's down to 3.5. And, and it's going to be intriguing. I think that's a touchdown game. I, I think the spread where it opened is probably where it should be. But recency bias, Ohio State hasn't looked great. Um, they're not so sold on where their quarterback is. I think they're missing Quinn Ewers a little bit. And uh, that line's on the move as Sam Hartman... And Notre Dame have looked strong to start the season, but again, who? What is Notre Dame really? You know, they they near they didn't cover against uh, Central Michigan, did they? They're kind of banged up. All right, you beat NC State. You know who also beat NC State last year? This shit ass program that I you know follow like I'm a, a disciple of Jesus Christ himself. Um, Notre Dame hasn't played anyone, so we're gonna get a real look at. You know who who's for real and who is fraudulent out of the Buckeyes and the Fighting Irish fans. I would think. I don't know. I I feel like if you're Notre Dame, you're a little bit more confident. I think Ohio State fans are probably a little bit more worried. Obviously, Notre Dame getting the home game. I think Ohio State fans are worried about this weekend. But I could see you winning by a touchdown or blowing out Notre Dame. That's just my read on the game. I don't think I'm going to place a bet on it. I'm going to stay away and watch as a college football fan. Um, but that is obviously going to be the game of the weekend in a pretty stacked week. Um, what's interesting though is, so <laughs> this is crazy. So it goes Ohio State number one, Oklahoma checks in at number two. Huh? Brett Venables, Oklahoma checks in at number two according to Football Power Index, um, ahead of Georgia and then ahead of Alabama. So you never count out Alabama. Uh, for those interested, USC, Penn State, Texas, Oregon, LSU, Florida State round out the top 10, according to the Football Power Index, which updates every week after games are played, right? Which is awesome. And it tells you offensive and defensive efficiencies, special team efficiencies. I can't, uh, I think it's a great indicator of actually, you know, getting to learn a little bit something about what you're watching for college football. Oklahoma at number two, are we really buying into that? Um, Oklahoma so far this season, they have looked pretty damn good. The offense is there. looks like that Brett Venables defense is actually starting to come to the Big 12, which might catch them by surprise. Look at Oklahoma State this year. Mike Gundy hot seat. Um, and they get Cincinnati, Iowa State, and then they get Texas. I, I don't see why they couldn't beat Texas. Texas nearly just, you know, stunk to Wyoming. And then they face nobody. Oklahoma is uh, an intriguing, intri Brett Venables has won the national championship as a coordinator. Can he do it as a head coach? I think this is the year where you have that path. So, wow, I might actually be taking a peek there after I hop off this and maybe some live odds for where Oklahoma, at least maybe you can get a hedging opportunity in the college football playoff. I don't, outside of Texas, which I believe is either a home game or a neutral site game, it's a neutral site. It's at Dallas. Should I go to that? Um, who the hell's going to beat them? I might be taking a long look at that uh, at that uh, Oklahoma national championship 
odds because again i i really think it is anyone's game uh and if you george is the favorite i mean the only way i would bet on georgia would have been preseason or maybe now and you're putting like 250 bucks on that but if you want a dark horse you know i take a look at oklahoma take a look at penn state those are two flyers I'll throw out there for you. Florida State-Clemson this weekend. Florida State only minus 2.5. Clemson lost to Duke. Florida State minus 2.5. Florida State nearly lost to BC. Should have fucking lost. They, Jeff Halfley sets a new record for penalties. This dude stinks. This dude stinks. He's not going to leave. He's not going to leave my life. I'm stuck with him. I'm stuck with him. Um, Oklahoma-Cincinnati's interesting. All right, so we'll get a look at Oklahoma minus 14.5. Life after Luke Fickle, right? Who doesn't look so great over at Wisconsin so far. Is that his name? Luke Fickle? I think so. Uh, Colorado, Oregon. Travis Hunter? Yay? Nay? Uh, Dion, does he cash the win ticket uh, for win totals in the minimum weeks? Sat at 3.5. He's off to a 3-0 start. Two of those games, he was an underdog. Was it two games? Was he favorite? No, he was favorite against Nebraska. It was just the TCU. And now he's a 21-point underdog again, which is what he was against TCU. And could he shock the world at the Autzen Zoo again? UCLA-Utah. That's going to be a fun game. It is at Utah. Utah minus four and a half. Ole Miss-Alabama. I mean, we got a loaded Saturday. Uh, Alabama in Tuscaloosa. Minus six and a half. Can he beat Lane Kiffin? The old, uh, or does the protege take out the master? Is Saban done? You know, hey, Belichick. These guys get old at some point. You know, the game passes you by at some point. Are we starting to see that with Alabama? I mean, obviously the headline of this uh, Nick Saban hot seat is a complete joke for clickbait, but if you lose at home to Ole Miss, maybe it's not. Maybe I use the same headline next week. Maybe it's Nick Saban fired next week. Um, Duke, UConn. UConn, a strong year last year. Jim Mora Jr.'s first year. They just, something's happened this year. They're 0-3. Don't worry, there'll still be Boston College somehow. There's He'll beat Jeff Halfley. Uh, Miami looks good. They've got Temple. Tennessee faces a not-so-run-over UTSA uh, after their embarrassing loss against Florida. LSU-Arkansas, Andy Stoops and company will be getting up for that. Oregon State-Washington State. Washington State off their uh, win over Scon. Oregon State, DJ Uyungle, uh has his team 3-0, and they are three-point favorites on the road. This might be one of the best college football weekends I can remember in quite some time. My God. Uh, Florida, Charlotte. I will tell you about that game in just a little bit. Georgia against UAB. Texas Baylor. That's intriguing. Huh? Is that that kind of screams sleepy trap game in Waco to me. Maybe Kevin Schumacher might have to be down in the cut there. You've got Ohio State, Notre Dame. Iowa, Penn State. Jesus Christ. North Carolina against Pittsburgh. How about Phil Dracovic? Yo, that dude was a top five NFL draft pick. Uh, what two years ago, and then he got injured, and now he looks—he looks like Justin Fields, um, but worse. North Carolina Pitt, North Carolina minus seven and a half. USC is probably going to steamroll Arizona State, and then Washington gets Cal. But damn, there are some matchups this weekend, so block off your Saturday. All right, let's give you my four best bets. I mentioned one of the games. So we'll start on Thursday. Thursday, we have Georgia State against Coastal Carolina. 
Coastal Carolina has uh, had a really, really strong football program over the last couple of years. They're two and one. Georgia State is three and zero. Oh. This line opened up at ten and a half. Georgia State so far, it's a road game for them. They beat UConn. They're actually favored in that game. Um, they had a kind of a stinker against Rhode Island. Their warm up game. They were seventeen and a half point favorites. They only won by seven destroy UConn and they just destroyed Charlotte and now Vegas is Vegas is a little behind on this team because of their week one performance Rhode Island was 17 and a half they only won by seven damn near really lost that game Rhode Island's not terrible for an FCS school so then they were only three point favorites at home against UConn they won handedly 35-14 and then they were only five point favorites against Charlotte and they won by 16 on the road um, so I think Vegas is a little bit behind catching up to this Georgia State team. And Coastal Carolina opened up with an impressive performance against uh, UCLA. And then they uh, also had, where, where they lost 27-13, but they covered. They're 3-0 against the number, 2-1 overall. Uh, they beat and just barely covered Jacksonville State. Jacksonville State's not terrible. They're actually kind of decent and and then they faced Duquesne, and they, as 35-point favorites, won 66-7. Um, but I think this is a spot where you've got two teams that are going to be fighting for the conference, uh, and it shouldn't be 10. Uh, people are starting to figure that out. That's why the public's on Coastal Carolina, but the line has moved already four points. Um, I think Georgia State, if not wins this game, definitely keeps it within one possession, and hopefully... It is within a field goal or so, or you know, you get the six points. Maybe someone misses an extra point. That's Thursday at six thirty Central, Georgia State. And remember, don't lock this in now. The line move. I always don't let lock a bet in until you know at least at most thirty minutes before uh, anything tips off. Okay, so that's the lone Thursday bet. Let's go to Saturday, and we are going to TCU. People are already, you know, since Colorado steamrolled TCU, people aren't even, they're forgotten, right? This was a team that was in the national championship last year. Um, They get SMU this weekend, the battle in Texas, and Fort Worth is going to be hosting. So what has SMU done? They've beaten Louisiana Tech, lost to what I'm arguing is a really strong Oklahoma team this year, and then they dumped Prairie View uh, State or whatever, 69 nothing. Uh, TCU, after getting embarrassed against Colorado, steamrolls Nickel State but doesn't cover because it was minus 42, and then destroys Houston. So I think everyone off of this Houston win is thinking TCU's back, defending champs, Sonny Dykes, not so fast. How about Sonny Dykes' old squad coming in, also 2-1. SMU's a strong football program. This is going to be an offensive-heavy battle. Uh, let's say this goes to OT, someone wins by a field goal. I like SMU again with the points at that same number, six and a half. A little less line movement here. It opened at seven. It's down to six and a half. Public's on TCU, your boy's on SMU. Um, Plug your nose and get ready for this one as it'll be the first time this year that I will be burning my money on America's University, America's College, Boston College. Um... This line is disgusting. I mean, don't get me wrong. We're all watching Boston College. We know how terrible they are. I've been telling you Jeff Halfley should have been fired last year, yet uh, no one listens to me. I'm sorry. Um, line opens at Louisville. Jeff Brom's first year coming home, right? 
16 just slapped me in the face. I mean, Vegas knows how terrible this team is. I know how terrible this team is. Talented, but poorly coached. Penalties are, they're like dead last in the nation. They're breaking records. Everyone's, you know, which is weird that everyone's on Louisville. This might, I might stay away if if more people start piling in on Boston College because it's almost split right down the middle. Um, just my thinking is two touchdowns is too many. And after that big performance for Boston College, they could totally come back out on the road against Louisville and just look like a completely different team and stink it up because Jeff Halfley is the least prepared coach I've ever seen in my life. But Louisville, what are we doing here? Uh, they nearly lose to Georgia Tech. Somehow come out, win that game. Um, they're 3-0, and right? And... They haven't looked so great doing it. They didn't cover against Georgia Tech, almost outright lost that game. They do cover and shut out Murray State. Okay, Murray State's a basketball school. And then they looked, they nearly lost to Indiana, did not cover. So they're 1 and 2 against the number. BC's 1 and 2 against the number. One team's 3 and 0. BC's 1 and 2 and searching for answers. But two touchdowns is too many for Boston. Get in for this week potentially, unless we see something change come up this Saturday. Um, yeah, I mean, Halfley says they're the most talented team he's had. Great. And we're 1-2 and two with the easiest schedule, and we should have beat Florida State, and we should have beat Northern Illinois. Great. Uh, that's coaching then. And uh, so if he is actually truthful in that, and he's not talking out of his ass, then this roster will compete with Louisville within 14 points. So plug your nose, BC plus 14. First time we're burning money all year on America's College. Uh, lastly, I love this spot. I absolutely love this spot, which probably means that it's dead in the water already. But Florida coming out of nowhere, beating Tennessee. Florida is already calling for Billy Napier to be fired. Uh, they lost embarrassingly at Utah. They beat McNeese State, but don't cover. And then at home, they clip Tennessee. Uh in comes Charlotte, Florida, 28-point favorites. They opened at 29. Total letdown spot for a poorly coached team. Charlotte comes in. They're going to get up for this game. Florida's already thinking about their next contest, which is at Kentucky. Charlotte's coming in. You know, this is their Super Bowl. They won an FCS game. They hung tough with Maryland on the road, covered. And then they lost to Georgia State, who I'm telling you is a good team. We're betting on them Thursday. They're going to show you why they're good. And then that's consequently going to show you why you should bet on Charlotte this weekend because that's too many points. Uh, Charlotte against Florida. I think this is going to be a little bit of a scare. Florida gets the ranking back in their name because of their big win. Total letdown spot. Total look-ahead spot. And the line's already moved one point. 28 for Charlotte. I love the spot. I think this is a... Like a scary game that turns into a Florida 7-10 to 10 point victory, maybe 14. And even in that case, we are having a sweat-free cash there. So those are my four bets. Georgia State on Thursday, plus 6.5. SMU Saturday, plus 6.5. BC, plus 14. Yuck, as of right now. Charlotte, plus 28. I love it, and I don't think that's changing because I don't think anyone's seeing what I'm seeing there. Charlotte, to finish us off here. All right, let me know. Is uh, What's up with Saban? Is he going to make the playoffs this year? Who's the best team in college football right now? Is it Ohio State? Is it Oklahoma? Is it Penn State? Is it truly Georgia? Georgia's kind of playing with their food, not looking great, not covering. 
Um, are they going to be the first three-peat since the Trojans, right? Um, lots of questions, and I'm sure we'll have a lot more answers because I told you as you tuned in earlier, um, insane Saturday weekend here for college football, and I'm looking forward to it. We'll talk baseball tomorrow, 2 o'clock Central. Catch it right here, Dylan Corbett. Uh, we usually have been pretty good about getting the podcast out by 3 o'clock, and of course this archives right after I hit finish here. Um, season wraps up in 10 days, so let's talk baseball tomorrow to wrap up the week. Thanks for joining.